What's up, everyone? You know who it is. It's Kiddish Club, News for Jews, another episode. What do you got? Well, we're loading them up with episodes lately. It's, I just true. Say. <laughs> it's true. It's a lot of episodes. A lot of episodes. Uh, we just had Oakwood Bacher. I think it was an amazing show. It really personally. was. I loved it. As and you the tell. response is just off the charts. It's crazy. He, he, I said it in the, in the interview, not the interview, the, the discussion. He's like Trump. He has a diehard it's, core. I, we can see he that. He has Hasidim of the Greenspan Hasidim. We can see it firsthand because the, the numbers that come in are staggering. Yeah. He's unbelievable because the way his brain works is just... But I have to tell you, I listen to it, and I listen to it obviously a lot of times, and... I cringe at the amount of laughter. I told you to slap me if I laugh too much, which you didn't do. And the laughter coming from me is Was it just... the laughter? I, I I thought you told me to slap you if you like step out of line. No, what was laughing, it? Laughing too much laughing. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I, that's a missed opportunity because I should yeah. yeah, yeah. I take it back now. Because you... <laughs> <You're done. laughs> I could have gotten a free slap. Face. Yes. Yeah, so we had a lot of fun, but we are back to cover oh, the, the news. Check out the episode if you haven't. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> not, not a bad idea. Generally agree. Check it out. It was episode 51. Which, let's just get into the number 51. That's a little crazy. And next month. You know month, what the gematria 51 is, right? No. I don't either. Okay. I was hoping you were going to say yes. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say yes. And I was going to be like, yes. But like next month, we turn two. Yeah. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Two years we're doing this? Are we Are we normal? I don't think so. <laughs> we're not, right? Mm-mm. This is not normal. Nobody would continue with this. No. So we're going to lead off with uh, the biggest story that has been covered, and that's the fact that Biden, they have now found classified documents in three locations. The number is up to three. Would you have? Over, under, with w- uh, the pool? I'm not a betting man, <laughs> but if I were... If I were, there's for sure more locations. Obviously, it seems it's like he's yeah. It three. seems like he doesn't have a handle on what's out there. Here's what I need to understand, and you need to make this a little bit clear, just for me. Sure, that's what I'm here for. Okay, classified documents. Yes. What is the significance? Why would they be in his garage? Is this just laziness? Okay, that's a good question. Fair question. Go. The answer is we don't know. The, we don't know what. The short answer is, okay, I'll say it like this. We Nobody knows why he had classified documents. Nobody knows why Trump has classified documents. But we do know that it's very common for presidents when they leave office to take things and even take documents. Okay? That's step one. So, now, like, unless it's something you want to frame or hold on to for, like, for a keepsake from your time as president, like, that's it. Your job's over. Move yeah. on. Why are you keeping classified exactly, documents? Exactly what you just said. Keepsake is one. But the fear when they when they raided Trump, one of the fears were that he had intelligence that he was either going to sell or give over to a potential adversary. That was the fear. You know, they were talking nuclear codes. They were talking about intelligence on, on China because, of course, Trump and China and Trump and Russia, right? All those things. And now when it comes to Biden, in fact, we know that, for example— But wait, just let me stop you, because like you said last episode or two episodes ago, you, as a president, a president can declassify documents. Yes. And that's obviously if you're going to take stuff home, right? You want to just say declassify this whole batch and let me take it home. Right. So you really can't do anything to Trump. Yes, he could declassify them. He says, I did. There's no record of him doing that. So it's possible that Trump believes in his own mind that he's like a wizard and he waves a wand and he says it's now declassified <laughs> <laughs> but wait 
They're all declassified. So is that matter closed? No. Trump's matter is still open. Yes, there's a special counsel. Okay, but the difference between that's Biden, the difference between the Biden fiasco is that those were documents that he's not even capable of declassifying because he was vice president. Correct. We covered that, right? Yes. So that makes things way more serious because there's no there is no excuse and you can't claim that you declassified anything because you had no power to do that. Exactly right. So why in the world would he keep documents in his garage? So unless he had uh, ill intent. Ah, uh, so that's malicious qu- intent to sell because right. you know he does have these shady relationships. Well, that's a question, right? So if I were a conspiracy theorist, well not necessarily a conspiracy theorist. So we know that for example, Hunter Biden was getting paid millions of dollars from Burisma, right? And he was completely unqualified. He worked in Ukraine. Okay, one thing about Hunter Biden, he is one slippery fellow. Oh yes, like we can't get him on anything. No, like, nobody not, they're, has. They're any, not really trying. Like all, all I, I hear really is Hunter Biden stories. Seeing Hunter Biden memes, and they can't get him. Well, on give it time. Give it time. The Republicans are back. How in. much time the do Republicans you want? Are in the this house was now. during the primaries yes, that but, they were digging up dirt on Hunter yeah, but Biden. Then, but then and Trump saying, lost the election. Who cares? You need you need Congress to do There's it. There's a Justice Department for the a Justice reason. Department and works for the president. He is the head of the Justice Department. Obviously, Biden is not going to investigate his son. Now that the con- the Congress, the House is in Republican hands, they have pledged to investigate him. You needed something like that to happen. So you're saying that's in progress? Yes. Possibly. Yes. I mean, because like I'm not a person that gets upset when other people break the law. You yeah, know what I mean, no, but in like this- unless you're hurting the public, but like this guy is, I feel like it's just being flaunted in our faces. Like he just breaks the law, whatever well, the not, laptop. He's not flaunting. The, well, you- so well, let's let's take it piece by piece, right? He worked in Ukraine. He worked for Ukraine. That's a fact. He got a job that was paying him millions of dollars for zero experience slash knowledge of what the job was in Ukraine. A, that's a fact, indisputable. Fact number two. Biden forced the, there was a prosecutor in Ukraine that was investigating Hunter. It's a fact. The company Burisma, not Hunter. The company. It sounds like a coffee company, is it? No, Burisma. <laughs> if I remember correctly. All right. Number three, Biden, while he was vice president, put a stranglehold on Ukraine and forced them to drop the investigation of that company while uh, Hunter was there. Right, and then well, uh, he says they're not connected. Well, wait. He threatened national aid. Yes. Right. Yes. And that's that's a big deal. Yes, I'd say somebody should look into it. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. So that's what I'm hopeful for. Maybe it was fine. You know, I don't know. I don't think it was fine. Okay. It didn't seem fine. And Maybe, then he's yes. announcing it Maybe from no. a podium. Yes. Yes. He was. I mean, these are images that I'll never get out of my head for some reason. Yeah. It's just like well, Biden has been known to have. Um, see, the problem is that you never know when Biden talks. You never know. What's real and what's not? And we're going to get to that in a moment because I'm going to p- play you a clip. But yes, he admitted that. We also know that he was getting millions of dollars from China. We also know that Hunter started producing artwork. You know about that? I do not. Yeah, Hunter. What, what, what type of artwork? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty typical if he's like making sand art out of cocaine. <laughs> that's not that's terrible. No, Hunter Biden was painting and his stuff was... was put on display and it sold like tons and tons of expensive you know paintings from hunter biden was sold a bunch of them to chinese chinese people uh, how convenient it's interesting the documents that they found the classified documents that they found 
in Joe Biden's house, which was owned by Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden had keys to the house. Hmm. We're about Ukraine and China. Uh-huh. But nothing to see here. Keep Look the other way. Nothing to see here. Now, does that mean there was something nefarious going on? Not necessarily. But maybe but, he was having Thursday Night Mishmer in the garage exactly, of his dad. Exactly. And uh, yeah, it definitely looks like a little bit of corruption. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's nothing. But it definitely warrants an investigation. And now Garland did appoint a special counsel to investigate Biden on the classified documents, just like they appointed a special counsel to investigate Trump. So now there's two special counsels, which basically means it's all or nothing. It's a zero-sum game. Either Trump is going to be indicted and Biden is going to be indicted, which is not going to happen, or neither of them are going to be indicted, which is probably so what's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. So basically when it does get serious, if it does get serious, you can expect Hunter Biden to like move to Estonia. If it does, but remember, the Senate is still controlled by Democrats. Congress can't, they can only recommend charges. They don't have the power to actually press charges. So what they could do is they could investigate, they release a report, they give it to the Justice Department, they say, hey, you want to prosecute? You got to charge this guy. And Garland could say, no. But it's hard because Biden says a lot of things, you know, and not all of them are are coherent. (laughs) Coherent. Not all of them are actually based in any sort of fact. Here, let me play this for you. I don't know if you heard this one. On December 16th, President Joe Biden attended a town hall for veterans in Delaware. He shared a story that after becoming vice president, his father urged him to award his uncle Frank the Purple Heart, an honor given to those wounded or killed while serving. My dad, when I got elected vice president, he said, Joey, Uncle Frank fought in the Battle of the Bulge. So I got him the Purple Heart. He had won it. I said, Uncle Frank... You won this, and I went to peace, and I don't want the damn thing. Soon after, people online began claiming his story was false, and several Verify viewers asked us to look into it. So, let's verify. Did Joe Biden present his uncle with a Purple Heart medal as vice president? Our sources are obituaries for Frank and Joe Biden Sr., the National Cemetery Administration, and public lists of Purple Heart recipients. An obituary published in the Scranton Tribune shows Biden's uncle Frank died on November 28, 1999. This is consistent with a gravestone image for Frank Biden that was shared by the National Cemetery Administration. Since Joe Biden didn't become VP until 2009, nearly a decade after his uncle died, we can verify that no, he did not present his uncle with a Purple Heart medal as vice president. Biden also claimed his dad spoke with him about giving his uncle the award when he became vice president, but that conversation also couldn't have possibly happened because his father died in 2002, more than six years before Biden was elected. It's not clear whether his uncle ever received the award because there isn't a comprehensive list of Purple Heart recipients. While Purple Hearts can be awarded posthumously and privately, Frank Biden's name neither appears on any unofficial database of recipients nor does his grave marker indicate that he received this distinction. Neither the White House nor the Department of Veteran Affairs responded to our request for comment. Why would he but, make... Why? Why would he make this stuff up unless he really has no idea yes, what's happening? Yes, yes. That's what I think it is. I don't think he... I think he thinks it's real. Look, we played the clips where Biden said, you know, that's why my son, when he died in Iraq, he got killed in Iraq. Okay. And he didn't... I, I get that. No, no. What, how do you get that? I, I get it. I'll <laughs> tell you why. Because... We know how he died. He died from cancer. Okay. So... By the way, that clip, the, 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 the could be that elect- clip was from verifythis.com. They do fact-checking. I don't think they're on the left or the right. So, yeah, 
you know, when it came to his son, I could understand a likelihood of confusion of some sort. But to make up a total fabrication Story about people that are long dead and buried, it, it's just, it's bizarre. What do you make of it? I think explain. He, I, what I don't could know. it be? I don't know. What could it be? He's Again, just not we need Jake Turks. We he need Jake Turks. Have Jake, his we know you're listening, Jake. <laughs> Jake, reach out to us. Look, if you ask me, I believe Biden is saying it lishma, meaning he truly believes this. He has this memory in his brain. He conjured it, yes, but he does believe it. He's not trying. You're telling me that Biden knew it was false and he went in public and made this speech. It's on the White House transcripts forever can never take it back or undo it it's part of his legacy it's crazy yeah which means he absolutely believed it but an, an, something else i want to point out is i'm noticing that the left is getting harder and harder on joe biden i think they were turning on biden until the midterm elections then they realized that they're kind of stuck with him because they did very well just to show you the media is not turning on biden it's only Peter Ducey from Fox News, but he gets a lot of press because he comes at them. Here's, a, here's an example. This is uh, Peter Ducey from Fox talking to White House uh, spokesperson Karine Jean-Pierre. How can President Biden be trusted moving forward with America's secrets? Because his lawyers, his team did the right thing. But he had a closet with he, classified his information lawyers in did it the that right, they found. How again, again. Again, did he did. He was right surprised thing? that the records were there. He spoke to this personally. He was surprised that the that the records were there, and when his lawyers found out and his team found out that they were there, uh, they turned it over to the archives. And On these documents, how could anyone be that irresponsible? Isn't that what this president says about mishandling classified documents? The president spoke to this personally. He spoke to this personally. He, again, he believes that uh, classified documents and information should be taken seriously. He takes them seriously. And he was surprised it's, it's to learn by any, any records. Had been. I disagree. I disagree. Here's what happened. Here's what happened once then his... Justice Department? Well, let me, let me explain to you the process. Here's what happened when uh, his lawyers found out that the documents were there. They immediately turned them over uh, to their archives. But they were but there they in the first place. Turned them, turned them they, over to the archives. The right I'm not going to go into specifics, but I'm going, I, what I'm reiterating to you is what you heard from the president yourself. Peter, uh, which is how he saw the process and how he respects and truly uh, uh, respects and takes this very seriously, and when he knew uh, and how surprised he was by it, and the actions that uh, the the right actions that the lawyers took. Again, this is under this is under investigate is, is under review by the Department of Justice, and we're going to let that process continue. Oops, oops, it's under investigate. I mean review. <laughs> <laughs> what she fails to mention is that they did alert the archives, but they withheld it from the public for two months until after the midterm elections. They just kept quiet about it. She doesn't mention that uh, because they wanted to make sure it didn't affect the midterm elections, which it clearly would have. It would have definitely affected the. You think it would have had a for sure? Really? For sure? For sure? Did you see when he was singing "Happy Birthday"? Oh yes, he I was have... singing to the daughter-in-law of Martin Luther King, and then in the middle, he just forgets her name. Yeah, let's play. Let's play the clip. You've been a good friend for a long time. It's an honor to spend King Holiday with the uh, National Action Network and with the King family, Martin and family, and. Uh, 
I understand, uh, you know, uh, Martin III, we celebrate a legacy of your beloved father and mother. They work for the beloved community. But congratulations today, the honorees, uh, including your wife, uh, who I understand uh, is birthday today. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. Well, it's hell turning 30, but you got to put up with it. And Nancy Pelosi, who I think is literally, not figuratively, the greatest leader, House Speaker in American history. <clears throat> Minyan Moore, a mover and a shaker in politics. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear friend. <laughs> It's it's a little ridiculous because you had to know that you were going to sing. Again, why does anything shock you with Biden? You're right. You're right. It's just un- it's just Happy the global birthday, stage. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. It's very. I it's, just don't know. So, moving on. Moving on to the Republicans. Uh, so I'm not a January 6th truther, meaning I'm not one of these guys that says, "Oh, January 6th, it was all a setup. It was this. It was that." Uh, what they did on January 6th was horrible. I think we were all in agreement. Are you looking at me for confirmation? Yes, please. Yes, of uh-huh. course Thank I'll you. agree. Thank you. That should scared. never happen. I got scared. It was horrible. However, a lot of uh, people in the Republican side have been calling for the footage, the security footage from January 6th to be released, which the Democrats have not done. There are many, many hours, like 10,000 10, hours, some crazy, insane number of of hours of footage from all the different cameras that were not released to the public. One of the things McCarthy promised when he made his coalition was that he was going to get them released. One of the things that some of the Republicans claim is that the storming of the Capitol, the ones who did it was a small group of agitators who specifically did it as a setup. Okay, to me, that's conspiracy theory and it's way out there. However, just this week, there was a cross-examination in one of the uh, prosecution cases of one of the January 6th protesters. In, the, in that trial, Captain Carnesha Mendoza is a tactical commander for the U.S. Capitol Police on January 6th. He testified that a group of agitators destroyed security bar- barriers and lured people to Capitol grounds. In fact, the lawyer specifically asked, uh, I'll read you the direct quote, he said, isn't it true that you had a lot of people, a large quantity of people walking down two streets that dead ended at the Capitol? Mendoza says yes. Would it be fair to say that at least some of the leading edges of that crowd contained bad people or pr- provocateurs? Is that fair? It's fair. Skip, skip, skip. He says highly trained violent people who work and coordinate together? Mendoza says yes. So now you have a captain in the Capitol Police saying that there was a group of highly trained people who were ripping down the barriers convincing people to storm the Capitol. And Who what, were these people? And what if that's Why haven't true? we heard about this? If that's true, it kind of changes things a little bit because what their whole narrative is that Trump incited this because he wanted to stop the election. Mm. Now, maybe he did. Maybe these people answered to Trump. But why haven't we heard about this? You're saying there's a go-between. There's something. There's a group of people who, and there's been a lot of people who have claimed this. So it, this was not just a protest gone awry. Correct, correct. According to that side, 
This was all pre-planned specifically to cause Trump maximum damage. In other words, it was planned specifically to... So you're saying it wasn't even Republicans doing it. You were saying it was Democrats doing it to make Trump look bad. That's the conspiracy theory. But it could be for the same price, just Republicans looking to bolster Trump. Absolutely. The only difference is is that the, the investigative panel refuses to release the footage. Let us see the footage so we could decide. Well, they must know something we don't know. That's the question. So the Republicans say that they are going to be researching it. Stay tuned. We're going to, I guess, follow up as we as we know more. Uh, I wanted to do a follow-up, by the way, of the Natura Carta story that we mentioned in episode 51. Go ahead. So we mentioned in episode 51 about the Natura Carta, and they met with Islamic Jihad. So right after that, turns out Israeli police investigated three of them. Now, that... That to me was was interesting, but what was crazier when I was reading the article, this is from Vasiznayas, but it was also in the Times of Israel, I didn't know this. The men stayed in the home of Islamic Jihad leader Bassam al-Sa'adi and declared their support for the Palestinian Jihad. So they actually slept there. Imagine they spent Shabbos. I don't know if it was Shabbos, but they slept in this guy's house. I mean, they are in with both feet, if that's what you're wondering. Okay, but come on. So it says, a member of the delegation said, we are Palestinian Jews. We want to live under the Palestinian flag and not the Israeli flag. The article says, some of the Palestinian residents nearby during the meeting referred to the men as settlers and called for them to be kidnapped. (laughs) I can't get through it. It's crazy because they're there and supporting the cause of the Palestinians. And they're like, thank you for having us. We believe in your cause. You're right about everything. And then the, 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 the Palestinians are like... We have to kill them. We have to kill them. <laughs> kill them all. They are all crazy. This is crazy, right? <laughs> it's insane. It is. It is it's insane. <laughs> it's so extreme is what it is. It's just extreme. And you try to figure out. like That's why NK is public enemy number one. I would love to interview one of them. No, Set no, I'm not joking. I know. I believe you. I just like, need just to get, get in get their into, head. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 mean, I, I think I could understand their head. Like they believe that, that Hashem is on their side. No, they're, they're doing yeah, yeah. the right thing. No, they believe they're doing the right thing because it's not our time. To uh, okay, have I Israel. got that. I got that. But these guys are killing so women and children. We are in exile. They're killing women and children. Bashita, they're killing women and children. Well, you know what? Because they deserve it. <laughs> what? That's what they say. That's <laughs> no, what they think. That? That's insane. They think. Listen, you're trespassing. You're trespassing on their land. You would do the same. No, no, no. One second. You're settling no. in a foreign country. One second. Jews have been living in the state of Israel okay, regardless, for 2,000 years. They don't believe in that. No, they do. They even say, so here, I'll read to you from the article. Hundreds of years, this is one of the Natura Carta said this. Hundreds of years ago, before the occupation began, we lived together in the old city of Jerusalem, and there was no difference between Jews and Muslims. We all came from one father, Abraham, and we lived happily together. Later, the Zionists came and created pressure to separate us, but we rejected it. Now, did they not hear about, like, the Hebron massacre or any of the pogroms that these guys did? World War II, when the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem allied with uh, Hitler. Like, are they just, do they not know of any of this? I can't speak to their historical knowledge, but I can say that they think that we need to bend the knee. And so long as you don't, if you're asserting power and authority in the state of Israel, quote-unquote— Right, then and you're in fair the, game. Then you're in the wrong. And and everyone's fair game, including women and children. Apparently, that's what they feel. It's in. It's bonkers. Should we have the Natura Carta person know. on? You, that's what you're going to hear. We need to hear from that's our That's what audience. you're going to hear. Guys, reach out to us.
So I think I think I really think we should have one on just for educational purposes. I don't know if we're going to get canceled for it, but n- because I need to understand, I need to understand how they could rationalize. Why? This. Why do you want? Why do you want a vista into that mind? I need to understand it. You know, like it's like if you told me you could find out, you could be at JFK's assassination. You know, a fly on the wall watching the whole thing, and you equate. NK with that, <laughs> yes, because that has major conspiracies behind it. I understand, but my point is, is that I, it, to me, this, it, I don't get it. My brain can't wrap. I can't wrap my head around NK. I can't wrap my head around it, and I need to understand it. I need to understand. You it. may never know. Oh, I'll know. You think so? Yes. Well, bring them on. I, listen, I'm willing to try it. Well, Jews have been in Israel for two thousand years. That that is unquestionable, and. Way before the state of Israel, quote unquote, Jews were living there. So the whole claim that Jews, it's not their land, get out, it's not your land. No, it's been our land. It always was our land. We were always there. In fact, Jerusalem Post reporting a steel that was discovered in fragments in 1868 next to the Dead Sea. They found this right in 1868. But What it, is it? What, I don't know it's what it's like a stone, an engraved stone with okay. whole Hebrew writing on it. They couldn't, a lot of it was not in condition to be legible. Using new technology, they were able to read it, and it talks about King David. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. So it talks about the house of David. It talks about a war with Moab. So I believe it was written by non-Jews from the Moab point of view. What language is it in? Let's start with that. It was in the Moabite language, which from what I've read is almost discernible from Hebrew extremely similar is is it like aramaic aramaic is another semitic language they're all they're all semitic languages right interesting and it says uh, well the way the article says it is it says and i'm quoting here base tough dalad vav dalad which is based of it right that's what that is what else could that be right Right. and it's talking about it so could be the daughter of david no Oh, ah, ah, interesting. You want to go work for the uh, Israeli Antiquities Authority? Are they hiring? They are. (laughs) We can discuss it. (laughs) Point is that Israelis, Jews have been there and we have the proof. The proof keeps coming out. Proof is in the pudding. I don't think we need proof anymore. I think it's like... Unfortunately, we still do. Yeah. Yeah. This is the world we live in. Speaking of Jews, uh, Jews in the news... Uh, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. So you remember there was a, uh, a terrible beating. There was a guy who was on his on his way to a protest in favor of Israel, and a bunch of young, uh, I guess, Arab guys beat the heck out of him. One of those guys, part of the gang, he offered him a plea deal, and he's getting off with nothing. He faced ten years of convicted. Instead, they offered him a plea deal that's going to give him nothing. Pro. What are they getting? What What are they getting? Is you ratting out the rest of the guys? No. What does he's, that mean? What's the plea deal then? Pleading, it's not a deal. Pleading guilty. He's pleading guilty. Just like that. Yeah. And it's this is one the same Alvin Bragg. He is the worst. He's just the worst. If if uh, if Zeldin j- won, he said he was going to impeach him. Really? Yeah, or, or change him. Maybe he's allowed to just fire him. Or whatever. I forget exactly how it works. But yeah, he was going to get rid of him. It's it's bonkers. It's just making Jewish blood cheap. That's what it does. That's what Ben Brofman said. But it's true. Yeah. We never released Ben Brofman. We should. We will. Okay. <laughs> but he keeps saying Jewish blood is cheap. 
That's really what he says. Well, it's not just Jewish blood that's cheap. Apparently, it's Ukrainian blood. Uh, Russia's been bombarding Ukraine with missiles, innocent civilians getting killed. Left Which, of and course, right. we don't hear about. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. It's it's really really horrible. But what I saw this crazy story, and I I, I just couldn't even under, I couldn't wrap my head around this either. The story is doctors removed an unexploded grenade from a Ukrainian soldier soldier's chest. How did it get in there? Here is the x-ray of the grenade inside his chest. They had to remove everybody. What is it, like a grenade launcher? Yeah. And it so went into him yeah, and never exploded. And they asked him how, and he didn't really have an answer. How? Like He knew he was shot with something. Well, if you had a grenade lodged in your chest. Could it not be me, please? Thank you. If someone had a grenade, like, wouldn't you have a story to go along with it? How is it possible that we don't know how it got there? He has no idea. No. What, what, what prompted his hospital visit then? <laughs> I don't know. Have, uh, I don't know. Maybe indigestion or something. And they beep when I go through the metal detector. <laughs> so the, it's pain right here. Right here. Can you x-ray? When I push, I hear ticking. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. They, no, they they don't know. He doesn't know exactly. He how has it got no there. idea yes. how it's inside. Yes. Just some, what? Well, it never happened know. to you. I don't know. Like <laughs> like something don't go down. <laughs> they do an X ray and it's a grenade. Is that that's insane? It's it's yeah. It's bananas. How do you get a grenade and not have like like you said and not have a story to tell about it? Yeah, it's nuts. You know, it could be that his just you know sometimes traumatic events get deleted by the brain. Yes. You know that. Yes. Yes. Like it's if called, somebody will it's called g- suppression. Memory suppression. There's right. repression and suppression. Yeah. So somebody will go PTSD, through something yeah. traumatic and have no recollection of it at all. Like they'll know they're in the hospital, they'll wake up and like, what happened? I don't know. I have no and they'll have to hear about it from someone else if there is even a witness. I prefer thinking that it was more like Nikolai, I'm starving. <laughs> what you got? Just grenade. <laughs> Is <laughs> all we have with borscht. <laughs> okay, we'll move to the UK. How about the UK? Go for it. Hospital in the UK accidentally texted eight thousand of their patients that they had cancer. Wait, please and tell me it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Well, you have to think about you know if somebody gets a text message with a diagnosis that's a little a little I, suspicious yeah but i think it depends on the person if it's a person with high anxiety yeah and you're going to that hospital and you took x-rays and then you get a text and it's like we're sorry you have stage 4 cancer you need to come in for treatment that could that could give you a heart attack okay could you stop with the use sorry <laughs> it could give a person a heart attack i just think it, it you know it it highlights that you know we live in this tech world you know where where we're all on our phones 24 7 i'm sure you have as everyone else has texted the wrong person accidentally right that does happen happens to me. often yeah so imagine- thank goodness no major like like because that could be major <laughs> yes right do you have any major we stories i mean we both know stories <laughs> I mean, thank God I don't have like any major – like now, look, it's going to happen to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I try to keep like my, my communications – like if I have to say or convey something negative, I like to try to do it face-to-face. Right, but personally, you know, or at least I, on the phone. That's why I think Awkward Bacher is actually on the right path. He said he got a flip phone and you know, people will scoff at it, but I, I totally get it. 
because you, once you are totally involved with communications on your device and not in real life, anything could happen. How many times did you just text someone something innocently and they're like, oh, you upset at me? Why are you upset at me? And you're yeah, like, because no. co- tone is not conveyed. Right, you can't with an emoji. But emojis now don't even convey tone because an emoji could be cynical, right? Well, so, the library of emojis just is ever growing. growing, right? We're going backwards in time. We're going to hieroglyphics. Soon it's just going to be, <laughs> right? Right. Right? Humanity went from point. hieroglyphics to letters, and now we're going back to hieroglyphics. We're devolving. We're devolving. And we are. I think we're getting dumber, and I think, we're, I think all these things. It's and, not that we're getting dumber. I just think it's that we're getting conditioned to be lazier. Yes. It's it's a conditioning. In fact, quite the opposite. We're getting smarter. We're getting we're retaining more information, having more information, but the path to getting there is getting is becoming easier and easier and it's not conducive to growth. Right? You know, when right. you sit and study for it for a test or an exam, you're you're growing. You're becoming better in some way or shape. But when you just have everything spoon-fed to you, it's it's you don't evolve as an individual as a person. For sure. And especially when it comes to interpersonal relationships. You can't you can't evolve a personal relationship on a phone. It's just you can't really do that. Right. Uh but in in tech cuz we're talking about tech, I mean AI is everywhere. Uh it's not going away and it's going to sound like broken records because we keep talking about AI, but there's so much coming out on a daily basis about AI that we kind of have to cover it. I'll give you an example. There's an article that came out, and according to Nina Schick, she's an advisor, speaker, AI thought leader. She told Yahoo that we might reach 90% of online content generated by AI by the year 2025. That's not far away at all. Is that crazy? That's two years from now. But again, two years from now, ninety percent of what you read is going to be AI generated. It's crazy, but again, why not? Why no. not? Like, there's no, no because, reason for it not to be. Because we're going to just keep devolving. People are going to get dumber, and people are going to do less and get lazier and lazier. I think it's it's more of the profession is going to is going to completely disappear. Like, you're not going to yeah. have professionals. Yeah, yeah. and it's going to evolve. There's going to be editors, and yeah. this whole media empire is going to just shrink. Yeah, for sure. And the AI, the usages for AI is just going to keep growing, like military uses. I saw a crazy article that there's a new AI that can detect diarrhea. Oh, boy. <laughs> Why do you always say that? Because it always <laughs> goes here with you. No, it doesn't. I, this is AI. This is in Yana Diyama. It's It's AI. There is a practical reason that they're Let doing this. Let me hear this. it. Let me hear there are outbreaks of cholera in much of the world, and it kills many people. Over 100,000 people a year die from it, I believe. And if there's an AI that can detect – so one of the things about cholera is that it's extreme diarrhea. The person gets dehydrated. Eventually, they die. This AI can warn the people, hey – Well, how does it do the detection? What is the, <laughs> what, what is the detection process? No, so what it's going to do is it based on sound – Based on the sound, what the sound of the of the yeah yeah you don't have to you the don't sounds have to spell of the gut out. from the outside no 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 the sound of the bathroom happenings the thing going on in the bathroom it can detect well you don't need to be a, a brilliant AI machine <laughs> to detect that no but you do need to be AI to know the type of diarrhea it is the frequency the severity etc cetera, etc cetera, and it will warn them. So, like, this technology is just going to keep growing. Johad, too much Taco Bell. <laughs> like, is that what it's going to be? That's where we're going, yeah. 
It's just like it'll differentiate between emergency diarrhea and too and, much Taco Bell. And, right. Yes. <laughs> yes. What I'm wondering is, are they going to be using AI? I will not be comfortable going in any bathroom, going into a bathroom that has any sort of surveillance. Your phone. AI. Your phone. Your phone is going to detect yes. you? Yes. Yes. You have AI on your phone. And yes, your phone is going to detect you. What does that mean? And yes, you My take it into not the bathroom. Listening. You take, yes, it does. We know it does from WikiLeaks. We know it does. That what? They listen. It's recording. The, the government had access to it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, is it a fact? I always thought it was theory. No, it's fact. It's fact that your phone is on and yes. constantly listening. It's not necessarily constantly listening, but we know there are devices that do. The Alexa devices, we know they listen. Google You know voice, for a fact Siri that it's listening? Yes. They, they're open about it. You agreed to it in the terms. You agreed. They use that information to improve the AI. So they use the recordings. And you can actually go online for Amazon. Let's say you have an Alexa device. You can go online to Amazon and see your recordings and listen to them. No. Yes. Wait a second. You're telling me that my Alexa is constantly recording me and I can go in and listen? You can go to Amazon. Or, or is it when I say, uh, hey, Alexa? No. No. Not when you say, hey, Alexa. You can review them. You can go and hear. So they're recording twenty four seven. Yes, to improve to improve the to improve. And you, you can, can go opt back. Out. Like you wait can a opt second. Out. Wait a second. It's one thing if they want to listen and not tell me about it and keep those records like sealed. That's one thing. But if I have, if it's possible even for me to go back and listen to the history or the whatever or anybody for that matter to go back and listen to the history of what occurred or what I said or what happened. Yep. Not cool. <laughs> no good. Yeah, because you're saying personal things, private things. Yeah, Alexa. Does that knows. refer to your phone too? Amazon says it's yes. Amazon says it's only a small group of people who listen to them, so that they could help improve Alexa. You comfortable with that? But yeah, you can go. Imagine like, like I'm you okay meet someone from Amazon and be Let's like, say, oh, I know you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Diarrhea, man. I got you. I got you, bro. So wait a second. No. Is it saying that – but like, I'm going to ask you the same question. Can you go back and listen to your own self? Yes. Google it. I'm That's not, disturbing. Yeah. You can go back and see what Amazon has Because if you can you. do that, then anyone can do that. Yes, correct. And you can go in and you can opt out and you can delete all the recordings. But by default, it records you. And so it's not a far stretch to say that these AIs are going to do this type of thing. And what what also is troubling is imagine – like we agree to all these things without thinking about it, right? Yeah, now, whoever reads the terms, terms and, and conditions, conditions right? Everybody. Now imagine you know something happens, God forbid, and someone ends up in the hospital. See, I didn't say you. Someone ends up in the hospital and now your insurance company comes and says, well, you know, we're not going to cover you because based on our information, you had way too much Taco Bell. So this th- this – hospital visit that you had you brought it on yourself again with the you but again oh, but you're saying that won't be covered <laughs> i could i could see a future where that happens interesting because they're going to have all that information on us but there's a tremendous amount of ai tools that are helping and that make our lives easier i i, I saw this this interesting one that i started to use it's, it's not great but it, it kind of helps especially with doing this job it's tldrthis.com right okay. so tldr which Too stands long, for didn't read very good too long didn't read this.com you paste in a article URL. And it gives you the TLDR. Yeah. Very cool. Isn't that nice? Yes. How do you think I produce the show? Oh, I, the TLDR. I TLDR everything <laughs> that I'm talking about here. That's why when you ask me those questions, you're like, but what language did they speak? I'm like, oh, TLDR. TLDR. Yeah. So you could check it out. I don't know. It was uh, mixed mixed reviews on that one. Another one is you.com, Y-O-U.com. 
That's a search engine that's incorporating a chatbot, uh, a chatbot AI directly into the search engine, like what Microsoft is going to eventually do with Bing or what Google's going to eventually do with Google. So they just want it to be first. It, it looks like, yeah, it looks like there's a race now to who could get more AI into the search into, engines, into the into the public eye as quickly as possible. These guys are getting all the funding. You know, it's it's the hottest thing. It's the hottest thing that's out there right now. Okay, can you give me something not as serious? <laughs> okay, what that the robots are taking over the world? Yeah, I've I've had it. Okay, we're going to Australia again. We keep going to Australia, and for good reason. And I want to repeat, I would never live in Australia. Why? It's the Wild West down there. Okay, because a woman who was in her office and had a printer. She, inside the printer tray, turns out she had an eastern brown snake. One of the most venomous snakes in the world was in her printer. How? We don't know. A receptionist in a Windsor dealership, she was about to refill the paper. She pulled out the drawer and she saw the snake. And they had to come and rescue her and take out the snake. And here's the video. And we will post this video to our WhatsApp group. If you're not in the group, once again, go to kiddishclubpodcast.com and join the WhatsApp group because that's where you post the videos. There's not much audio. so But you'll see the video. Here it is of a uh, paper tray in a printer with the eastern brown snake inside of it. Could you imagine that? You're a secretary. You're working. You're doing your job. Hey, could you print out that report for me? Sure. Paper jam. <laughs> <laughs> so you see in the video, you see, uh, you know, the, the animal rescuer, whoever, whoever they are, opening the printer. They're sticking in like this snake, you know, the, the, the hooked snake stick. Yeah, the metal, the metal item. They're trying to get them out and look at the length of this snake. It's insane. What is wow. it? Like, like two feet? Three no feet? More. No more. Yeah. He's, he keeps pulling. He keeps pulling, he keeps pulling. and the snake keeps coming. <laughs> Snake's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. You are. <laughs> but what a nightmare. Yeah. That's a, that, that, done. Done. I'm surprised. Like, thank goodness no one was hurt yeah. or killed. Yeah. yeah. But absolutely. I just wonder how many of that, like, how many stories are there where people do get injured? Like, a minor injury. Like, it doesn't have to be crazy. There are enough stories that every episode we have another Australian story <laughs> of some sort of crazy animal thing. Well, shout out to our Australian listeners because they're plentiful and they're braving it down there. Reach out to us. Does this ever happen to you guys? Like, because to me, I look at Australia like it's a death trap. It's a total death trap between the scorpions and the snakes and the kangaroos. Kangaroos, I'm afraid of kangaroos. They're a big one. Yeah, I'm not going boxing. You know what I mean? I'm not doing it. Well, in other animal news, uh, Detroit, uh, a city in Detroit has now okayed animal sacrifices for religious reasons. But who brought that to the fore? Like, who was the one lobbying? I just want to know which group. Muslims. Okay. For Eid al-Adha. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. (laughs) What do they want to kill? Like, is it goats? Goats and sheep, yeah. Wow. (laughs) But at least when Yom Kippur rolls around, because you know, whenever Yom Kippur rolls around, you always have those protesters, you know, whenever people, Jews are doing kaparas, you know, and they're like, oh, cruelty to animals, blah, blah, blah. Now, you'd be like, bro, it's a law. I can do this. Yeah, but it always, you can always do it. It's just the protests are not going to stop. No, but now you could do it in public. But it always was. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not in public. It's at home. You could you could kill a sheep in your backyard. Yeah, which is disturbing. I've seen some of those. Have you seen those? Like I've no, gotten I would I've, never. 
I have I, gotten, I, I'm, I'm not a vegetarian and I want to stay a carnivore. No, I've gotten – and they're very difficult to watch. Like when sometimes you'll get a video of a backyard shita. Yes. Like they're learning I don't the watch sugya them. or something and they were like – and they're just going to do it in the backyard. It's crazy to yes. see. Yes. Crazy. Yes. But what's even crazier – they, so they, they do this specifically at Eid al-Adha. Again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. But do you know what that holiday is? I don't. Do it's, you? Yeah. Go ahead. You do know what it is. You've heard of it. You just didn't know it's called that. It's called the holiday of sacrifice. Do you know what they're commemorating? Please tell me. Akedas Yishmal. No. Yes. Wait a second. Wait yes. a second. Wait a second. So they – there was no Akedas Yishmal. So now what? Says you. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Also, oh, they think they hold that they hold that Abraham sacrificed or attempted to sacrifice his son Yishmael, not Yitzchak. Isaac. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's crazy. But right? I think I did somewhere in the back of my mind it was there. Yeah. But every time you this. bring it up, it's just. It's, I think it, it's this is one of those things that you you it's in your brain and you're like, wait, is that true? No, that's probably not true because it's insane. It can't be really true. No, it's true. Wow. Yeah, and it's crazy because, you know. Islam came, you know, hundreds of years after, you know, Judaism was an, a practiced religion where the Bible was already translated into many other languages, right? The Septuagint, it was translated into Greek. So that means that all of it, you know, there was this conspiracy by the Jews to change all the texts because they say that the text actually read that the Akedah was, was, was but, with Yishmael. But and we changed it. Because we were jealous and we, we changed it to Yitzchak. But do they even believe in the Bible per se? Like Yes. They do believe in it? Yes. Because I thought it's just the No, the no, Quran. no, 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 no. They believe in the Old Testament, the New Testament, and the Quran. They believe in all of them. They oh, just really? believe that Muhammad was the final prophet, the greatest prophet, but they believe uh, Moses was a prophet, Abraham was a prophet. You know, you've been to... Marasa Machpelah? Yes. Yes. And you see they're all praying by Abraham's, uh, you know, caver. Well, they, 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 they daven by all of them. Right, right. So they I guess be- because it's all shared, it's all shared patriarchy, and they believe that he, you know, they believe that they were prophets. Did you ever see the story on the wall? When you go in there, there's a plaque, and it has a story, fascinating story, <laughs> about how they went down into the actual caves. Because no one goes into the caves. When right. you go to, to Marasa Machpela, you're just I mean, going... there's those stories where people went down and they died, and right? No. There's a story that sits on the wall as, a, as like a... I, I didn't see it, and I was there, yeah. like, recently. I have a picture of it on my phone somewhere, because I know I took Show the picture. It to me. But But it's a story where, this, where, where during Slichas, right, they, because it's so noisy, they were able to send, like, a young girl... To squeeze into like a drain. Wait, what does noisy have to do? Because you can't make noise. Like if they know that you're oh, going oh, down, illegally, yeah, they illegally, illegally went oh, down okay, okay. into the actual caves. Okay, where, I'm listening. Where where the getting you know, where the actual corpses are? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and they're not actually buried underground. Right. They're in a cave, and uh, and at the mouth of the cave sits a stone. That right. was their burial. Right, right, so they're right. not actually underground, right. which is mind blowing in and of itself. Well, no, not uncommon back then, right? That, I guess that I don't know. Common. Yes, I don't know. But they go down there and they describe how, like, when you went to the to the entrance to these caves, it was a wind no. that came at them. Really? Yeah, and they just were standing there and realizing that they were the first that they are the first people to stand there within two thousand years. That's Since crazy. the time of King Solomon, no one has been there. It's crazy. Right? But what did they see? 
There's nothing to see. There's just, you know, oh. they just davened. That's what they did. They went down there. They prayed. I what did you want? Some kind of crazy story yes, where, like, yes. well, Abraham Avinu got up and waved? <laughs> yes. That's not happening. And by the way, just because we mentioned this before, as another example, the Cave of the Patriarchs, UNESCO ruled that it's a Palestinian site. How about that? But what, This was in 2017, But what the is the logic? That it's a Palestinian yeah. site? Yeah, there's nobody that Anti-Semitism. Is just, just like the Kaisal is not, is not Jewish. The Cave of the Patriarchs is not Jewish. At the time, this was in 2017, they ruled it a Palestinian site. And uh, Bibi was prime minister at the time. And he said, not a Jewish site. After all, who's buried there? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Sarah, Rebecca, and Leah are patriarchs, patriarchs and matriarchs. The site is in danger because they claim it's in danger because you know, Israel is occupying only in places where Israel exists, like in Hebron, is freedom of worship guaranteed for all. Everywhere else in the Middle East, mosques, churches, and synagogues are being destroyed. We'll continue to safeguard the cave of the patriarchs, freedom of religion and truth. You're right. <laughs> You're right, and it shouldn't surprise you, right? Are it, you surprised? Yeah, I am. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's just Uzz's, this the common Uzz's theme. Is, is it's just insane. This, it's just this theme. It's like... Go like like this is what they talk about in the UN, and this is what the Natura Carta will be like. We told you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> I knew it. I knew we were right all along. <laughs> Other big news, by the way. Crazy was the the canceling of all the flights. By the way, we didn't even talk about that. The the NOTAM system, the notice to air missions, the government system that that handles flights. It went down, and the FAA yeah, I, that, I mean, had to cancel all the flights. Thank God I wasn't flying that day, oh but I gosh. saw it. And I, all I do is think about like if you like if you're flying this day, like God help. Yeah, but it was only two hours. But there hasn't been that situation since nine eleven. Yes, all yes. flights are grounded, grounded nationwide. Yeah, but it's it's just so crazy to show how. But it was a glitch, though. Right? I don't know. They're they're investigating. Still, it could be hacking. But still, yeah. I mean, saying it's like been days ago. Biden also doesn't know ago. MLK's daughter's name. Ago. Come on, bro. Right. And then in an, in another event that happened in JFK Airport in New York, there was audio that was captured, and I'm going to play it for you. Two planes almost collided. I saw that too. You see that? Yeah. Hey, I'm going to play you a little bit from the audio. So this is audio from the air traffic controller. It's wild. Delta 1943, cancel takeoff clearance. Delta 1943, cancel takeoff clearance. Rejecting. All right, then. Uh, ooh, the Delta 1943. So it's crazy because in that audio, you hear a frantic air traffic controller screaming, cancel takeoff plans. But what scares me so much is like we, we, we constantly fly and we don't think about all these things and how close, you know, you could come to disaster. Yeah, we, we prefer not to think about it. Because that could happen any time, any I know, place, I know. anywhere. Just, you can just get wild. hit by a meteor. It's just <laughs> it, it is what it is. Really? This is, yes. Hit by a meteor. I don't is that <laughs> it could happen. Is that something I need to it worry could about? Happen. Add it to your list of anxieties. Just look what happened this week in Nepal. Uh, uh, Very uh, sad. I, a plane's coming into land. They, yeah. they Which is finished. one of the most dangerous points by the way takeoff and landing the two most dangerous times well it didn't land yeah unfortunately so it crashed i mean it, and it's just crazy and it's crazy because they have footage from yeah. the plane and the, yeah, the how, only how did that thing, happen by the way how did they get that footage because the guy was doing a live as he was landing and the plane went down in the middle of the live nobody oh. survived oh, but yeah. you know what did survive the phone oh, yeah. and oh, it yeah. caught everything 
even after. And we're not going to post that to we're the not WhatsApp gonna, group. We're not posting it. We're not playing it. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's terrible. But it's way too dark. Give me something lighter. Well, I have good news for you, sir. Let me hear it. The Ozone Layer's back. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> was it ever really done? Though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it was. Can you imagine? It's a, it's a beautiful 25-year hoax, right? <laughs> the ozone layer is depleting. Stop using deodorant. Right. You know? <laughs> We've all stunk so bad all these years. Whoa, don't worry. It's back. It's back. It's back. The ozone's that back. That was a close one, though. That was a close <laughs> Thank goodness we outruled CFCs. I don't know. Maybe that's real. I don't know. I'm no professional. Yeah, I think it's real, but okay. The ozone is back. We're, 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 it's not the end of the world. And you just remind me of another article that I saw that in Japan, the, 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 all the rage right now in Japan for the young people are taking apartments that don't have bathtubs or showers. So how are we supposed so, to go about if like, you cleanliness? Right. And you can't use CFC, so you can't use deodorant either. <laughs> the Japanese are clean people, I feel like. I guess. Like but- how are they – how is this accepted? Like maybe there's a communal shower. So I'll, I'll read to you. I'll read to you what one of the guys said in the article. "Quote: My goal was to live in a space with as little waste as possible and to choose only the things I like. The eight mat space I have now is just right for me, and it's the most comfortable place to live. I used to feel the cleaning around the bathroom was a hassle, but now I am free from that hassle. Of course, I just go <laughs> off the balcony. There are two public bathhouses in his neighborhood. I use the bathhouse after work, and it helps me switch between work and private life. Give up the shower." <laughs> Bro, this is on you. You're <laughs> the guy that's not shampooing and oh, not showering. I didn't start it yet. Well, let's go. I know. I need to start. Time's I, a waste. I need to start. I let's, need to start. Let's okay. move. You have my word. I will try it. Really? Yeah, I said I was going to do Good, it another Good, but now podcast. how long? How long? You tell me. What? You, you got to get over the itch hump. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, my co-host here decided, not, committed, not decided, committed to yeah, go. You decided. I didn't, go, <laughs> you committed me. To go natural when it comes to showering and Shampooing. not use shampoo. Right. You can wet your hair. You cannot No, I could shampoo. use conditioner, right? No. Uh, a cleansing conditioner. No. Yeah, yeah. That's what they do. They, they, they put like a cleansing conditioner, not a shampoo, like a, essential oils and things like that. Like the biblical way. Okay, biblical, but yeah. I don't think that they had Pantene Oils. Pro Myrrh. V conditioner. Like, <laughs> no. if you want to put myrrh, myrrh in your myrrh. hair, I'm fine with that. Frankincense, throw it in. Where do I get myrrh from? Amazon, where you get everything from. Exactly. I just don't want to hear about Pantene Pro V. And, and, no you know Pantene. What I'm saying? Yeah. So, myrrh on Amazon. Here it plus. is. No Pert Plus conditioner. Myrrh and frankincense. There you go. I'm going to put the whole Kataris in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. I just, like, can you please report back? I shall. You have my word. Thank you all for listening. You know you can find us on Twitter. We are at Kiddish Club Cast. You can follow us on Instagram at Kiddish Club Podcast. You can shoot us an email. We are at Hock, H-O-C-K, at KiddishClubPodcast.com. Join our WhatsApp group. You can do that by going to our website at www.KiddishClubPodcast.com. You'll find the link there to join our WhatsApp group to buy us a coffee. And if you enjoyed this episode, share it with some friends. Leave us your five-star review on Spotify. Leave us a review on Apple. And if you enjoyed this episode, go back and see some of the episodes that you missed. And with that, we are out. And the plane went down in the middle of the live. Nobody oh. survived. Oh, yeah. But you know what did survive? The phone. Oh, yeah. And oh, it yeah. caught everything, even after. 
and we're not going to post that to we're the WhatsApp gonna, group. We're not posting it. We're not playing it. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's terrible. But on the flip side, wouldn't that be a great ad for Apple? Like the, their phones? <laughs> <laughs> no. Inappropriate. I'm sorry. Flagged as inappropriate. Move, move on. I'm serious, though. I'm sure you, you are. Know what I'm saying? I'm sure you are. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.